Hallelujah. Praise be the Lord. I want to welcome us this evening to a time of fellowship together in the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Shall we pray this evening? Father, I thank you. I don't come on my own. I come by your name. I come by you. Lord, everything is not as clear as it is to me. But there's nothing hidden from you. I have no agenda of my own. For many are the plans of a man's heart. But the counsel of the Lord shall stand. Lord, in this phase, let your counsel stand. In this period, let your will be done. Lord, I pray this evening. In the name of Jesus. As I go on my knees in, in worship to you, Father. Let your will be done on earth. As it is in heaven. Help us pass beyond. The terrestrial. The mundane. Let's press into your realities. Lord, let the pattern in heaven, let that intent in your heart before the foundation of the world for, the, for your ecclesia upon the earth be established. Reveal to us your counsel. Give us strength in the spirit. Lord, today bypass this human vessel and speak your word. So we might be transformed to becoming more like you. That may reveal your light, your true essence, and your true nature. That your glory be revealed. That the knowledge of your will will flood the earth like the waters cover the sea. Speak through me. I'm just a human vessel. Lord, I have nothing to say. But you have everything to say. If you need a vessel, Lord, find me today. Yahweh Elohim. You that dwell in inapproachable light. You that made the heavens and the earth. Jehovah God. Let your word come to your earth today. And let your people hear your word and rejoice in you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, this evening, I want us to, to start as we look at the word of God. Um, and I believe this is what the Lord is saying to his church at this time. And I want to talk briefly on the topic that the Lord just revealed to me yesterday in my study with him. Testifying about Jesus. Testifying about Jesus. And because it's a Bible study, 
I want you to follow me with your heart. Please get your Bibles, your notepad, your writing material. Lord, today my desire is that we will be changed, O oh God. Thank you because these words are anointed. Thank you because no, no, no demon will stand these words. No power from hell will distract from this world. And my flesh will not add to this word. It will be solely of the spirit. In Jesus name. The next great biblical event. In the calendar and the agenda of God. Is the return of Christ to receive the saints. Say it again tonight. The next great biblical event in the calendar of God is the return of Christ to receive the saints. And I want you to know that the purpose of the call is to keep us focused on him. The purpose of the Ecclesia is to keep reminding us of our responsibilities to him, to our world, until he comes. If you notice before he left the earth, Bible says he broke the bread and he says, as often as you eat and drink this, you eat and drink in what? In remembrance. That means there must be, listen to me folks, there must be a, a, a constant remembrance of him. It means there are things that will come on earth that will make us become oblivious of his coming back. So it's the, it's the duty of the church to get the people in remembrance that he's coming back again. As often as you eat, and what is the bread? The bread is the word. The cup is the spirit. That means everything he's doing, he's doing that we might, we might, we might remember so that we are not, we are not, we are not taking off. Our eyes are not taking off. He said to Elisha, Elijah said to him, Elisha, stay here. The Lord has sent me to Jericho. He says, as surely as the Lord God liveth and your soul liveth, I will not leave thee. He kept following him because somewhere in the spirit, he knows something of eternal consequence is about to happen. And he knows that if he doesn't follow Elijah, he will lose out. Folks, there might be a losing out if we don't follow. And 
when he came to the point where he was to be taken, he said, ask what you want. He says, Master, I need a double portion of the of anointing God gave you. He said, it's not for me to give you, but if you can see me when he's taken. So the reason he was following is that he can continually be seen. So when we don't continually see Jesus, we might miss him when he comes. When we don't continually pursue him with our hearts, with our minds, we can miss him. And missing him is not actually alone in his return. You can miss him in his timing. You can miss him in his purpose. You can miss him in what he wants you to do next in your life. What keeps you in tune with God what keeps you in line with the perfect will of God is your ability to follow Him closely. Someone say closely. Someone say closely. Paul said in Romans 12, verse 3. He says, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. There's so much conformity to the world. And he said, know ye not that friendship with the world is enmity with God. That means you must start to define what the world is. So you are not an enemy of God. You can be in church, but be an enemy of God. Because what is in your hand is not God's, it's the world. The picture you have painting on you is world-centered, not God-focused. And once your focus is not on him, you miss it. This morning I'm talking about testifying. You know, it's Bible study. I'm going to clearly. Please turn with me this evening to Philippians 3. Philippians 3. Everybody, Philippians 3. Let's read. Philippians 3. Let's read verse, verse 19. Please read with me, find it, ma'am. Okay. God is their belly. Hold on. You see, anyone whose God is his belly, anyone who's focused on God is to find what to eat, is to make connection, is to find, is to find relevance in the earth. There is destruction. The purpose of seeking God is not for our bellies. It should not be for you. Glory to God. Say, so whose God is their belly? Why and whose end is what? Destruction. It says food for the belly and belly for what? The food. It says both of them shall be what? Destroyed. So the purpose of our service to God is not for ourselves. For we are not of ourselves. For of our own selves we are not sufficient. For our sufficiency is of Him. So you must begin to draw near to God. See, when you draw near to God, God doesn't move. He's everywhere. He says, He will draw near to you. Know, when you draw near to Him, you begin to know He's there. For He's been there all along. But read this line. And whose glory is their shame? Okay. Who minds Why is their glory shame? Because they mind earthly things. See, the moment everything about God is earthly, there's danger. 
Jesus is coming back again. That's the purpose of the gospel. That's what we must begin to live for. We must begin to live our lives in tandem like people expecting him to come back. The next great thing, and I'm saying this to prepare us because we are in the face of preparation. Something is being built in the spirit. And God is raising us like he's raising people also all over the world today. The purpose of service to God is not for our consumption. We're not seeking him for what to eat, praise God. We're not seeking him for what to wear, no. We are seeking him that we help God fulfill his divine purpose. He says in 1 Corinthians 3, 9 and 10, he says, Know ye not that we are co-laborers together with God and you are God's husband. So, we are looking and making progress in the things of God in this time and in this season and I want you to become more aware and conscious of what God is saying to you and the, and the demand of heaven as touching you there's so much in the heart of God beyond what we know let me show you a few scriptures in the heart of God Hallelujah. I said again one more time. The next great event, that's why we must start evangelizing. Not just with our words, but with our life and how we live. Paul says, Be ye imitators of God, dear children. John 14, verse 1 to 6. Please read for me quickly. John's Gospel, the 14th chapter. The first verse to the sixth verse. Let's read quickly from this Bible study. Let not have the trouble. Hold on now. Jesus said to you, if Jesus is your Savior, then he's speaking to you like also in the church today. Listen, there are things that will trouble your heart in the world today. But it says, let not your hearts be troubled. Glory to God. Be, go on. Believe in God. Believe also in me. Go on. Listen now. In my father's house, there are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Hold on. There is a place. Listen. Ever since Jesus had gone, he has gone to prepare a place for us. And he's coming back again to receive us to himself. Go on. And if I go to prepare a place for you, yes. I will come again. Hold on. I will come again. I will come again. So we see in this scripture, Jesus says, I will come again. Glory to God. He's coming back again, folks. We must never let anything let us let our face go off that. The Bible says we must not mind earthly things. And how do we not mind earthly things when we focus more on Him? He's coming again. 
But you see, it will not be good of you to know he's coming again and you are and, and you are not making preparation to get others to go with you there. Someone say, Man. I will not go there alone. And how do we not go there alone when we when we live the life and begin to speak it for the nations of the world? First Corinthians 15, verse 51. I'm saying this evening, the title of this message is Testifying of Jesus, but I'm, I'm taking it early. And, our, and the Lord says, says teach my folks this so that so you can prepare them because, because this will be our cross. This will be the basis of, of what we do in the Holy Ghost, understanding how to present Him. Amen. First Corinthians 15, verse 51. Please read. Behold, Behold, I show you a mystery. There's a mystery. We shall not all sleep. Listen to me. We shall not all sleep. That means it's imminent. Paul, when he wrote these things, believed that he was in his days. And right now we are in the valley of the last days. All the signs are manifesting. Glory to God. Hallelujah tonight. So we must be we must be prepared with our lives. We must be ready. We must walk in love towards ourselves, towards our husbands, towards our wives, towards our friends. Because, because for such an hour that will come, no man knoweth. You must not be caught napping. You must be caught out. Read on, man. We shall not all sleep. We shall not all sleep. We shall all be changed. In a moment. In a moment. In the twinkling of an eye, the last trump, the trumpet shall sound, the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall all be changed. We shall all be changed. Praise God. We shall all be changed. A day is coming when we shall all be changed. Praise God. And this is the reason we must learn to preserve ourselves and trust God. To be able to go on. Glory to God. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians chapter 4. Read from verse 13 to 5, 1 to 6. We must not live our lives as though everything ends here. No, it doesn't. We must be aware that the compassion of God must come to our hearts one more time. We begin to evangelize. We begin to live the life of God. That the light of the Lord might shine. His glory might be seen. How will the knowledge spread over the earth when we begin to live and rise up to our responsibilities in Christ? First Thessalonians chapter 4 from verse 13. Read down with you. But I will not have you to be ignorant. I will not have you. Now, now, this is what God said to you. When he said that it means we can be ignorant, but he doesn't want us to be what? Well, the next great event in the calendar of God is the returning of Jesus again on the earth. And he's coming back for those who are ready for him and the signs of his coming are imminent 
So if this is it, then what manner of life ought we now to live? Should you now be complacent in Zion and sit down as though there's nothing at stake? He says, walk to him who sits down at ease where? In Zion. Where is Zion? Zion is the church of the living God. We must not sit down at ease. We must not enjoy the company of ourselves alone. That is good. But we must go out there and warn the world of the imminent danger coming. And this is what God is saying to us at this time. It's not about wealth and acquisition. It's about showing him forth. I've not seen a man that follows the Lord that walks in poverty. Say, I've been young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor a sick bed bread. So who are afraid that if you follow God, we'll walk in poverty? No, we can't walk in poverty. Bible says, for we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, but for our sins he became poor, that we, through his poverty, might become rich. So we know his plan. He said, I know the thought I have towards you, the Lord of peace, not evil, to give me a future and hope. He said, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in hell. Glory to God. So we know the mind of God. He didn't say if you serve me, you walk in poverty. No. He says, this one I call to myself, that he will show forth my praise. Glory to God tonight. So the plan of God is to call us to himself and take care of us. But are we, take care, are we taking care of his needs? Go on, read it right. But I will not have you to be ignorant. Yes. Brethren. Brethren. Concerning them which are asleep. Go on. That ye sorrow not. Don't sorrow. Even as others which have no hope. Hold on. We have hope. Some don't. But he sent also those who don't have hope. So they too might have hope. Do you know that it is, it is selfish of you to have this hope and keep it to yourself? What still? When your life now defeats this hope, when the kind of life you live is antithetical to, to, the, to the life in this hope, God is re-engineering us. He's, he's reprioritizing our, 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 our priorities for us. There's, there's an alignment and a realignment. There's a spiritual circumcision. There's a refocusing in the spirit. Glory to God tonight. Go on tonight. For if we believe that Jesus died, if we believe that he died and rose again, and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus. Yes. Will God bring with him? Hold on. Will God do what? Bring with him that is his coming back. He will bring them, those who are there, with him. That's what he says in Corinthians. He says, those that are there shall rise forth. So he will bring them back. And we who are alive shall be come with him where in the air. Glory to God. Go on. For this we say unto you, yes, by the word of the Lord. Go on. That we which are alive, yes, and remain unto the coming of the Lord, yes, shall not prevent them which are asleep. Yes. For the Lord Himself shall descend from heaven. Yes. With the shout. Yes. With the voice of the archangel. Yes. And with the trump of God. Yes. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Go on. Then we which are alive go on. and remain shall be caught up together. Pr praise God. Go on. Yes. And meet the Lord in the head. Yes. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Praise God. Go on. Therefore, Wherefore, comfort one another yes. in this world. Hold on. When he says comfort one another,
another with these words, it suggests that they are going through some pressures and challenges for their faith. If you read the, the, the context of this scripture, these folks were being persecuted and they were almost giving up life. They were, they were in despair of life because of their faith. He says, comfort one another because there's a coming back, because there's a rising up, because there's a trump that will soon sound and the signs of those sounding, the signs of that coming is imminent. 5 verse 1. But of the times and the season. Now, what time will he come? Go on. Ye have no need that I write unto you. Yes. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. Hold on. That day comes like a thief in the night. That means we must always lead prepared. Something prepared. Something prepared. That's why it can't be striving in your heart. That's why if God says A, it's A. If God says B, it's B. Let your ear be A and your nay be nay. For such a time as he will come, no one knows. That's why you can't beat your wife. That's why you can't fight. That's why you must live like Jesus. That's why the love of God that is shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost must be to have preeminence in your spirit and in your life. Glory to God. For you are the extensions of God. For you are the eyes of God. For you are the legs of God. For you are the hands of the, of, of the Holy One. Because the moment no one knows. So if this is what the Lord is saying, then what manner of life ought we ought to live? Deception, deceiving ourselves, walking in falsehood, making men's tradition as, as though it's God's. No, we must come to the to the to the basis of our life, which is the word. Go to God. Jesus said, I'm coming, and it's our hope. He said, And I come quickly, and my reward is with me to give to every man according to how his works shall be. The works involve how you live with your wife, how you treat your fellow believers, how you live your life. How your life speaks for him is part of the works. Just as if my father walked, he told I walk. What was he doing? He was living the life of God out. You see, everything you live out is part of the works. So you must be conscious of your life. This evening I'm talking about testifying about Jesus. And I, 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 I don't want to rush your life, but I'm showing us a paradigm sheet. We are coming back home to the ecclesia of God. You are an ecclesia. Somebody say, I'm an ecclesia. That word means a called out one. Called out to who? To him. That means you owe your allegiance to the Lord. You owe your life, my God. To Yahweh. Lord, take our lives, let it be. Take our moments and our days. Take my voice, take my wealth, let them be yours. For our initial, you give them to me. 
May I not go away from your from the truth? May I not go away from your word? Keep me, Lord, in that word. Keep me, Lord, in that truth. Keep me, Lord, in that sanctification. Lord, help me see you the way you are. That I might pattern my life after you. Teach me, O oh God, to number my days. That I might apply my heart to wisdom. Amen. Now, one more scripture that you read on your own is Matthew 24, verse 1 to 42. We will read that this evening. But it will give you a background of Christ's own words about his coming. And every sign of his coming is being fulfilled. We must be prepared. For such an hour that it will come, no man knoweth. Let our eyes be on him. Because of this, the Holy Spirit has begun to alert the church of the signs. You see, except you are blind or you choose to ignore what the Holy Ghost is saying, it's when you say, I don't know what it's saying. Now, all we need to to 2 Timothy 3, verses 1 to 9. But I'll read verse 1 alone. Please read for me to find it. 2 Timothy 3, verse 1. Yeah. Verse, verse 1, yes. This know also. Hold on now. Read again. This know also. Hold on. Read again. This know also. So everybody in church want to go read with everybody. This know also. One more time. This know also. Who is speaking to you there? The Holy Ghost is speaking to who? To us, to me, to you. This know also. Know what? Read it. That in the last days. In the last days. Perilous times shall come. Perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. Hold on. That's what I want to say. Read it. That's what. Read what is it? Men shall be lovers of themselves. It means everything they do is centered around themselves. Please, I said this evening, whatever the Lord laid in your heart for Pastor Richard, please send to him. If he's far right now, send to him. It is, it is, it is, it is, if you don't have anything, if it's a cup of garlic, put it together, bring it for him. The reason you are you are selfish is because of the spirit of the end times. The reason you don't have time for God is selfishness. He says, "This no." Now I didn't say that. You see, I, 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 he's saying to us tonight, and I'm saying to us, church, we must know. Praise God, Hallelujah. This no also also means I've said many things before. But this also is evident that in the, in, the, in the last days, difficult times shall come, that men shall become lovers of themselves, of pleasures, more than lovers of God. The theme tonight 
testifying of Jesus. I'm still coming. You know, if you haven't studied, we'll rush it. We'll pray it while our time is almost up this evening. We have 20 more minutes. And, and we'll, we'll, I will share the next 10 minutes and we'll pray for 10 minutes and then we'll go. We'll continue again. Praise God. I wish you have another time, but, but, but no problem. So when you begin to love yourself more than God, now how do you do that? Sometimes when God prompts you and you let it down, you are loving yourself more than Him. Bible says in James, say he that knoweth what is right and doeth it not, to him is what? Is sin. He that the Lord reveals what is right and chooses not to. Lovers of self more than God is the, is the manifestation of the spirit of the age. Now, let's listen that way. As a husband, you can't keep buying things for yourself alone. If you don't buy for somebody else, you are loving yourself more than God. Why? He says, if you do any of these things for this once of mine, you have done it to me. Wow. That means if you see a brother in need and you are unable to help him, you have loved yourself more than God. It's all being blessed this evening. Before you start pushing everything to God, no. The little ones that God has said, God lives in them. As much as God helps you, we must come to a point where God's love is shared abroad in our heart in this season. The compassion, the mercy, the pity of God must reign in our hearts. How compassionate are you? For without compassion and love, the gifts of the Spirit cannot work in our midst. 1 Corinthians 41. Follow after love and desire spiritual needs. In fact, 13, the last verse. It says, and I show you a more excellent way to walk in the gifts of the Spirit. And that way is love. So in these times, things are happening and you must be aware. So you are not caught of God. You must not love yourself more than God. If you do, the spirit of the end time has touched on with you as catch up with you what are you willing to give what are you willing to serve with say and thou shall love the lord your god with all your heart with all your mind with all your soul and thou shall love your neighbor as thyself say this is the whole the whole covenant the whole commandment is summed up in this and is fulfilled in it as the christian god we must come together in love. You see, in the early church, Baptists, they had all things in what? Why was the Holy Ghost so much at work in their midst? They had all things in common. And were willing to redistribute. They were willing to live the lives. They were willing to give themselves even up to death. That's why Stephen could preach. And he knew that his death was imminent. But the threat on his life did not stop him from showing for Jesus. In these days, there will be threats. But let those threats not stop us from living the life.
let me say that as I go on. The reason God called us in the church is not to showcase ourselves, it's to give Him room to manifest in our midst that that which He wants to do in heaven can be done on earth. But it needs to grieve ourselves off from ourselves. We need to go back to the ancient paths, the old ways, that ever faithful way of God that might see his glory one more time. In preparing to live like this, we have to do two things. One, we live expectant. Sons live expectant. This is the first point I will say today. I will close from here. Acts 1. You see, as you're on that laptop typing and working, and you're in your office typing and working, he can come on that laptop. He can come on that work. What keeps us conscious of this is that we live expectant. D. Acts 1 9 to 11. Please read for me. And when he had spoken these things, yes. Why did he help? Yes. He was taken off. Yes. And the cloud received him out of their sight. Yes. And why did he look steadfastly? Yes. Yes. Behold. Two men stood by them in white apparel. Yes. Which also said, Ye men of Galilee, yes. Why stand ye gazing? Why stand ye up like this heaven? Hold on now. I think this is in your Bible. Several so we said this same Jesus. You see, that's why you cannot use false way to sell your rice. You cannot use false measure because this same Jesus is coming. Oh, someone's not hearing me. You cannot have in mind to cheat your neighbor because this same Jesus you are serving is coming. Not a different Jesus. This same Jesus that you see God will come back again in like manner. And if you come back in like manner, what manner of believer ought ye to be? Touch me one more time, oh Lord. Wake me one more time, oh Lord. Waking me one more time, oh Lord. Awaken me one more time, oh Lord. I need a touch of the master. Yes, uh -huh. I need a touch of the Lord. Waking me one more time, oh Lord. That was the Lord with master. Lift me one more time, O oh Lord. 
Show me one more time your will. I live all my life for the master. <laughs> I live all my life for the Lord. We live our lives, oh God. Amen. Let's pray tonight. I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts are tonight. But I want you to look at the eyes of Jesus. Look at the eyes of Jesus in your spirit. And say, Lord, I will live for you. Teach me to number my days. And I apply my heart to wisdom. Help me see you in all I do. Reawake your consciousness in me. That I might see you the way you are. And walk with you all my days. Can we just talk to him? Just talk to him this evening. Just, just talk to the Lord this evening. I see the eyes of the Father. I hear the voice of the Holy Spirit in my spirit. Say, these are the days of my power. These are the days of my words. These are the days of reawakenings. And the showing forth of my spirit. These are the days, these are the days of my reawakening and, and the requickening and the refiring and the rebuilding. Lord, help me live for you. I live for you alone. Lord, it might be hard. It might be challenging. But I want to to live your life out through me. Live your faith out through me. Live your word out through me, Lord. Lord, live all. Yes, yes, Lord. Manga di sabrahata katistabaya. Lord, is he, is he, he wants to live his life out for you. That's why he died. He, 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 he took your place. He died that he might live in you. Yeah, you, you can't afford to disappoint him. You can't afford to let him down. He, he gave up the ghost. You know, he wasn't killed. He gave it up that, that he might have life. He, he, he surrendered. No, no, no. He, he, he wasn't killed. He, he gave up the ghost himself that he may have life and he may live his life out for you. Can you show him to your world? Show him in faith. Show him in love. Paul to Timothy said, Timothy, be thou an example of the believer in word, in faith, in purity. You must be an example in word. Jesus, yeah. Because of the times in which we are in. In purity, in faith, in love. You must be pure. Pure in heart. 
without evil conscience. Your conscience must not be seared with the whole iron. You must be malleable to his move, ready to hear him. For God is raising such men all over the world today. This is the as I close. I want to sing this song. And sing with me. It's a song of prayer. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you. Hello? Do you mean that? Every breath that I take, every moment I'm away, have your way in me. You see, between you and your wife, let him have his way. Between you and your boss, let him have his way. Between you and your employee, let him have his way. Between you and your friends, let him have his way, not your way. That's how his word spreads. When he says, and the mind of the Lord shall fill the earth, like the, like, like the word of God is saying, that's what it means. When we all begin to show him forth, when we show him forth, we show forth his knowledge. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you tonight. We give you praise. Lord, mold us. Teach us your word. Thank you for the teaching tonight. We receive it in faith. And we act on it. Jesus' name. Thank you for assurance in our spirits. That we know you're coming again. And because we know the spirit of the end time is a spirit that makes men not to love you, but we know it, and therefore we allow that person not to fulfill our lives. We love you. And we love everything you love. Help us represent you well. Holy Spirit, teach us. Keep us and guide us. Let our lives bring reproach to your name. Keep us from evil. Keep us from sin. Help us live a sanctified life. A holy life. In all godliness and honesty. We declare tonight it's not difficult for us to walk in truth. Yeah, for we yield to truth. And we are sanctified by the word. And the word is true to God. Thank you for every man who walks in truth. Every woman walks in truth. Every boy and girl walks in truth. Thank you, Lord, because we know we shall eat the fruit of the vine with you again in the kingdom. And today, we remember you. Thank you, Jesus, for your coming back again. 
Thank you, Lord. Find expression in us, O oh God. Help us cause you to rejoice because we walk in accordance with your will. Let flesh die. Let your spirit rise up in us. In the precious, matchless name of Jesus. And look at the words again. And let the words challenge you into action. The Lord bless you tonight. In Jesus' name. Amen. Good night.